This is Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence. Your 803 tea time every Sunday morning right here on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf is brought to you by Gearheads of Nicholasville. Edwin Watts Golf, Truly Nolan and Critter Control, French Lick Resort Casino, and Lexington Parks and Recreation. Also sponsored by Commonwealth Credit Union, Georgetown Advantage Air, and Maple Leaf Gutter and Siding Systems. Let's join your host, Matthew Lawrence, for Backspin Golf. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back after a long hiatus. Uh, I have a new hip which is going to help my rotation through the ball, no doubt. Uh, I'm so happy to be back with Backspin Golf. Uh, This is not the way that I expected to be at the Square Country Club here on Main Street for another episode of Backspin Golf. As we all know, uh, we had that horrific wind event on Friday night and Saturday morning, and... uh, In case you haven't heard, which if you're a golfer around here, you have, uh, there was, as all around our state, with our uh, great golf courses around here, especially our five Lexington Parks and Rec public courses, there was significant damage during this wind event. Uh, And uh, yesterday... Picadome was closed. Kearney Hill didn't have power. Uh, Meadowbrook was open. It was walking only at Lakeside and Tate's Creek. Um, just, uh, and now, I'll say it right now, thanks to the incredible crews that are out at our golf courses, and not just the golf courses, obviously, around our neighborhoods and all around us, where people... Uh, the power was out for so long and is still out in some places. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more going on than just golf. Uh, but hopefully, uh, everybody is safe and we'll be able to just talk about golf uh, in the coming days. Anyway, we have a great lineup this morning for you. Our buddy Rob Miller uh, will join me off the bat. And then the great, and I mean great, Bob Harrig will join me. Uh, he's We're going to talk about these PGA Tour um, proposals that were just released about the 2024 season. They're very interesting, controversial in some areas. Uh, I don't know. Rob and I might talk about live golf. You never know because... Yes, we will. Believe me. Uh, and then I will talk to Justin Molnick, who I spoke with a couple days ago before this wind event about all the incredible things happening with our five great public golf courses and the, the amount of events that are going to take place over the next few months is staggering. I don't know how Justin and uh, Curtis and and Chris all get this going, but it's amazing. We'll talk to him about all that. Of course, we have the Arnold Palmer uh, wrapping up today. That's very interesting, that tournament. Um, but I'm much more concerned with 
what's going on in terms of PGA proposals and Lexington Parks and Rec. So let's get ready. I'm ready. Thanks again for joining us. It's great to be back with Backspin Golf. Let's get started. Let's just jump right into this because uh, I can't wait. And, you know, the thing is, I don't know if he understands how big an honor it is for him to be the first guest uh, on Backspin Golf returning from hiatus. I don't really know. Rob Miller is joining me now. My buddy, you can follow him on Twitter at Rob Miller Time, R-O-B-M-I-L-L-E-R, Time. And it's uh, it's a big honor, and I want to know if he understands that. Do you understand that, Rob? I understand that now. As a matter of fact, I, I just stood up. You can't see me, but I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good start, okay? Thank you but very much. You have to be standing through the whole call, or I'm, else it I'm, doesn't I'm, matter. I'm ready kick the chair over let's go yeah somehow i don't believe you anyway it's great to talk to you uh we keep in touch but it's great to talk to you uh on backspin golf because we have a lot to talk about and i don't mean who's leading the fedex cup point standings (laughs) that's not not what i mean although that that's uh i know you wanted to yeah okay go ahead Who's leading the FedEx Cup? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll cross that off. We can go to item two. Oh, you don't know who's leading, do you? No idea. Daniel (laughs) Summer. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. And it's something, well, I was making fun of it in October, and it's now March, and we're still making fun of it because they continue to put that stupid leaderboard up for, you know, another four months or five months or whatever it is. Yeah, it's Peter a, actually, favorite subject, right? Yeah, there that and live golf are my two favorite subjects. There <laughs> are actually uh, there are some things to talk about because uh, we're only a month away from the Masters. Um, I think actually thirty days or twenty six days or thirty four something, uh, which is the official start of spring for I think most of us. And uh, we've had some good tournaments so far as the PGA Tour has come back. Uh, And one in particular this past weekend I want to get your feelings about. But just general feelings from you as you've been watching what's been going on since, you know, January, since uh, Hawaii for the golf world. Well, I think it does. I know it was said it was going to be a transition year, and it kind of has that feeling to me. Um, the stripping of some of the fields from all those players that, that have gone to, uh, to live, if I could say live, that has gone yes. to the other tour. Um, they've, they've made you focus on some, some, some different players that were out there. Obviously, you know, Rom is ridiculous. He's been, yeah. in, uh, this season. And but but like story like Chris Kirk at the Honda, which, you know, Honda is a really weak field. I mean, it's not the days of Mickelson and, and Woods battling it out or. Yeah, I think it was when uh, was that where Rory had the, the quote unquote toothache a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, yes. Those type <laughs> of things. So 
but we haven't focused on them, but Chris Kirk is certainly a great story. And I, I think that you, you get those, if you're a golf fan, you like those, of course, it's still, you know, the PGA tour is still a meritocracy. So it was good to, it's good to see, but you know, changes are coming and things are evolving and all of a sudden there's found $20 million for this event and that event. It's, you know, I kind of worry that we're, they're playing for so much money. It doesn't matter at some point for some of them, but I guess you can't get concerned about that as a, as a as a golf fan. You just hope that this transition year happens. We get into the Masters as soon as we hit majors and the players and so forth. Then, you know, it really does feel like a golf season. Yeah, well, we got that coming up. I mean, uh, you know, the Arnold Palmer, which obviously is this weekend, and then the players uh, there in Florida. But uh, here's the thing, I, but you mentioned chris kirk and this kind of ties into a lot of what's going on and we should say that as we're speaking right now we have just found out uh, there the pga tour and jay monahan have released all these things they sent a memo to the players which we haven't been able to get fully into yet so we'll do that down the road but uh this this tournament, the Honda, is a perfect example. Live Golf scheduled their first event in Mexico precisely on the weekend that was not a designated event, and they knew it would have a weak field. And what turned out to happen was nobody watched Live Golf on their new partner, the CW. Nobody. And the Honda turned out to have a really great Sunday uh, between Eric Cole and Chris Kirk. So I thought it was phenomenal that Sunday at the Honda. Yeah, it was. Uh, and it's important to note that joggers still have not won a PGA tour event in my, uh, as, as far see, as I know. So. <laughs> you see, this is why I have you on because you're <laughs> like me. The only things that matter I say in sports are, Logos and uniforms, whatever sport it is. I don't even care what they're doing. And joggers, I mean, we saw we, more than one player had joggers on at the Honda. Yeah, it's going ha- to happen. And, and uh, <laughs> I it. it doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> right? wait, wait a minute. Do you? So what you're basically saying to me is you don't wear joggers. Well, you're yeah. in Jersey. So you, when was the last time you played? Uh, I think it was early December one yeah. round. Yeah. And, yeah. and and we've had such a good winter, but then of course it snowed yesterday and we're going to get more on Friday. So just in time to oh, get, out. Yeah. that's, that's life and golf. Yeah, it is. But what you're saying is you will not be wearing joggers this yeah, spring or summer. Gotta, yeah. Covering those ankles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we had the Honda, nobody watched in Mexico. Uh, we saw now, oh, here's, I'm glad I remembered this. I'm old. So sometimes I don't remember things. <laughs> Have you, let's talk for a minute about if you've watched full swing on Netflix. Yeah. Have, I watched the first four episodes. Uh, the okay. only reason the other is my wife wants to watch too. So she was move, going for a business trip. So we would put a pause on it. Okay. And what was your feeling? about full swing because a lot of people have differing opinions 
Yeah, the the I there was a lot of feedback out there from people in the media and just uh, you know Twitter chatter and things like that. People saying, "Oh, they shouldn't have to explain that a P- yeah. uh, in a PJ Tour event and these rules and so forth." But I didn't. It didn't bother me at all. It was just you know Amanda Renner coming in and saying a few right. things and going to that. I, right. I really liked it. I thought the first four episodes were really well done, and and I'm looking forward to the the next four. It was every one of them had kind of encapsulated all kinds of drama, a lot of lot of good footage and things like that. It was I thought it was really interesting. Well done. Yep, uh, I agree, and I've talked about this. Um, wait till the next couple episodes because they the great thing about golf it's like the Chris Kirk story. And they do it on, on you'll see in the next couple episodes of Full Swing, of players that people may not know that much about. And then you find out their stories, and it's unbelievable. And yeah. it's what makes somebody like Chris Kirk, after eight years, was the last time he won, winning this past weekend. It's what makes it so great. I mean, so great. And uh, all that stuff about... You know, a lot of it is what audience are they trying to attract for Full Swing on Netflix? And they're hoping to get people who may not be that into golf watching it. And that's why they're explaining different things. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that's a big deal. No, they're all. trying to appeal to a wide demo. And that's that's fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. I, it was not like so... Uh... It wasn't like elementary school, you know, they, they did what they had to do. I, I, like I said, I think it's, it's really well done and I am looking forward to the next four. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. So you're not going to play this weekend. Hopefully you'll be able to get out soon without joggers. And, uh, (laughs) although I, I don't know, maybe you and I should both get a pair of joggers and put them on and, you know, see, I mean, it's a good. It's a, that's interesting. Like, what if they said you could play, but you'd have to wear joggers for this round? I'd have to. I'd have to think about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just. Even though I'm old, I'm trying to keep an open mind about things. You know. You yep. know what I. What I'm saying. All Absolutely. right. Well, thanks a million for talking to me, man. And uh, we'll be talking very soon. I would like to have you on more often than not. Um, because you always agree with what I say, basically. Oh, th- that's that's good to know. But I I uh, <laughs> I would love to come on at any time. I really appreciate you having me on. As always, I'm glad to see you're back in the saddle. You're the yeah. radio goat, the radio goat, not the range the, goat. Ra- radio, the radio goat. You and I are both ra- radio goats now. The radio goats. Cool. All right. Thanks a million, man. Thanks very much. Talk to you. Take care. Bye bye. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Lexington Parks and Recreation. Welcome back. Uh, So glad, as I've been saying, that Backspin Golf is back from hiatus. And there's a lot going on in the world of golf other than just watching guys hit golf shots. Uh, And to me, there's hardly anybody better to talk about this with and our friend Bob Harrig of the of Sports Illustrated, who is absolutely one of the legendary guys. That's right. I said it. Covering our sport. Hi, Bob. Hey there. How are you, Matthew? Appreciate you having <laughs> me on. I don't know about legendary. 
Yeah, well, here's the good thing about having your own, your own show, Bob. I get to say what I want, so it's really go. good. Yeah, it's, it's really your show. Good. You get that's right. It's your show. Too bad. <laughs> uh, but there are there are plenty of people who agree with me. You are at the Arnold Palmer Invitational down there in Florida, and uh, this is a very important tournament, most especially because of course of mr palmer and his relationship with with so many of the players that are playing there uh but something really big has happened that's going to affect everybody really and there is nobody better to me that i want to explain this not only to our listeners but to me because you know, I'm pretty much an idiot with stuff. So I always look for people who really know what they're talking about to explain it to me. And that is that the tour uh, has come up uh, with changes to the schedule and certain other things uh, that are going to be implemented for next season, I think, in 2024. And I want you to just walk us through the basics of what the tour is proposing. Sure. Well, first of all, you know, we're, we're in the midst of a, of a similar thing. Now the Arnold Palmer tournament is a designated event. They actually, they actually put 12 of these in play this year um, where the, all the purses are $20 million except for the tournament of champions, which was 15. And one of the, stipulations was is that the pip guys the player impact program guys who got to partake in that big bonus money were required to to compete in all of these with only one opt-out so there's 12 you throw in the four majors and the players you get up to 17 and then they add they said that the players had to add three more regular events what they're doing next year is they're basically paring it down just a little bit there will be 11 of these designated events outside of the play, the players and the majors and the other, which that hasn't even been determined. If they're going to be required to do that. But the big difference is, is these 11 events, at least a majority of them, if not all, are going to have smaller fields with no cut. And the reason that's significant is, is obviously that brings us into the realm of guaranteed money. If you qualify right. for these tournaments that don't have a cut, you know, you're getting paid. And let's be honest, this is this this is not look, a couple of players have noted that that live golf led to this. That's what they're doing. You know, they have 14 events, all no cut, all small fields. It's been ridiculed, obviously. Uh, but by, the tour by is, me, is, especially. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have it's and it's and it makes sense. It's it's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's there's there's a lot of a lot of controversy with live golf. I've been there for a lot of it. I've written both sides, been all over, yeah, you have. All over it. Yeah. And look, so what the tour is doing is, you know, I think in many ways is a good idea. They want to make these events more elite. They want to make, make it aspirational to get into them. You're going to have to have played some really good golf this year to assure your spot next year. And if you don't, then you're going to have avenues into them. So that part is good. I don't think I don't think it would be a good idea if they if they made them all no cut. I'm not sure Arnold Palmer himself would like his event being a no cut event. I'm pretty Agreed. sure Tiger and J- I'm pretty sure Tiger and Jack don't like it. And so I have a sense that the Invitationals, which is the Genesis, the Arnold Palmer Memorial, 
which had already sort of been given elevated status, they might remain the same or they might reduce their field but still have a cut. Mm-hmm. But the other tournaments, like, it's not going to be Phoenix next year. It's probably going to be Pebble Beach. Uh, it's not going to be uh, uh, Hilton Head and Whale Hollow and Travelers. They're mm-hmm. going to sub them out. Whatever they are, those tournaments are going to go from full fields down to 80 players or maybe even less with no cut. And look, that's controversial. I mean, um, I'm yeah. not sure how Pebble Beach works without a cut. Um, I'm not sure how Phoenix would have worked without one. Don't we like the idea of 140 players there? You yeah, know, everybody so, there did. I know yeah. that. <laughs> so this isn't without some problems. And but and, and look, I've I've been I've been one who's been saying we need to we need to give it time to work out. Mm-hmm. They 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 put this on very quickly for this year. I think majority feel it's gone very very well. Are there some some tweaks some quirks? Absolutely. But they're trying to make some changes for next year. Now we kind of have to see what that is, and if if there's some things that aren't right, well then let's you know hopefully they'll fix it. Right. You know it's interesting. I think a lot of the this has just been announced, obviously, but the the pushback has been, and it happened with me when I first saw this headline and saw what the just the basic thing what the tour was trying to do. I went, wait a second. That's what there's I've been railing against. It's not a real tournament, no cuts and, you know, 48 players and all the guys getting money up front that those were the things that offended me the most because I'm an old school traditional guy, as everybody knows. But uh, when I listen to, for example, Max Homa talk about it at the Arnold Palmer a couple of days ago, and he was you know, everybody can relate to Max Homa. He's not not one of the guys that we go, I could never be like him. We all think we could be like Max. And he explained, I thought, pretty well why he thinks this is a good idea. Yeah, listen, the, there's, I, I could argue both sides of it. Certainly the idea that they would go down the path that Liv has gone uh, in terms of smaller fields and no cuts can be, you know, that can be picked apart. That can be ridiculed. Right. They just like you said, people were ridiculing that same thing against live. I, you know, I personally didn't really have an issue with 54 holes, but I have an issue with no cut. I have an issue with smaller fields. I mm-hmm. wish their fields were bigger. Um, but here's the difference. Unlike live where most of their guys, now I get it. They're, you know, the guys who got the contracts are accomplished players. Right. Live is, is promoting those accomplished players the same as the PJ Tour would say you're a multi-year exempt player. But the big difference is, is they were paid to, to join. To be able to get into these designated events, you're going to have to qualify. Mm-hmm. There, there is, and like, and so when people say, well, you know, I've, I've seen it from the live side. Oh, you know, how, how come the world rankings are going to give them points? Well, because you have to qualify to get in them. The, the core of, the, of those fields is going to come from the top 50 and FedEx Cup points at the end of this year. Those those guys who make it to the BMW Championship are assured of a spot in all the designated mm-hmm. events next year. Then, if you win a tournament during that year, you'll get into the designated events. If you're in the top 10 at that moment in FedEx Cup points, not already exempt, you're in. And then they're going to keep even a smaller like tournament-by-tournament tournament points list between designated events 
So let's say there's two events between designated events. If you're the top five players in those two events, you're in the designated events. Mm -hmm. So they're offering you a, a chance to qualify. Liv doesn't have to week qualifying. It's one of their biggest drawbacks to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, so and also, you know, the tour, it, let's say they are, let's say they go through with all of it. That would be 11 no cut events. All right. Including the playoffs, which are no cut anyway. Yeah. So 11 out of 34 weeks, it's only, you know, it's a third of the tour. Whereas mm -hmm. all of Liv's events are that way. Right. So again, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I've been one to be more on the middle ground on live. I, I think if they want to be um, additive, if they want to sell themselves as this is just something different, something new, something else to check out. You know, in other words, we're not here to fight with PJ Tour. Of course, that's what they've been doing, but right. that's what they <laughs> shouldn't be doing. If yep. they did that, then they'd be fine. Look, okay, you know, I'll check out a 54-hole event. I'll check out a shotgun start. That doesn't mean I'm not going to watch PJ Tour golf or LPGA or champions. I'll watch yeah. them too. Frankly, that should be their mindset. I think. Right. But, but yeah. you know, but by the same token, you know, I think we all know that 72 holes is probably the better way to determine a champion. Look at look at the interest in Tiger making the cut two weeks ago, at Riviera. Oh. That was a huge storyline. Yes. You know? Yes. So, yes. And, and, and he, you know, he, he had to fight, fight it off there at the end and he didn't play well, but he made it. And then look, he gets it to Saturday and he shoots 67. I mean, yeah. every guy out here will tell you that the, the that the making of the cut is something that's on their mind. Of course it right. is. It makes it harder. Of course. Yeah. Yep. And for those other people not named Tiger Woods, we all know you don't get paid if you don't make the cut, too. I mean, th there's always that. By the way, uh, this brings up something else that I wanted to ask you. Have you watched Full Swing yet? You know what? I might be one of the few who have who has not gotten through it yet. Yeah, um, I've only seen bits of it, and right. I don't know why I haven't. I should. I'm I'm derelict in not having done this. Well, you're busy, uh, I, Bob. You're a busy I might have guy. To, I might have to turn in my Golf Writers Association of America card. <laughs> I don't think but, so. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I mean, I've heard. I've read a lot about it. You know, I've seen the good and the bad. Yeah. I, I I appreciate the fact that they tried this. I don't think it's very easy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that a lot of these players cooperated. Yeah, and uh, one of these days I'm going to get around to it. But um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not sure I would be too. I would be one that would really want to uh, pick on it too much. I I just think I just know how hard how hard that kind of thing is to do right. Yeah, and I I think exactly the same thing. And uh, the a couple of the episodes are unbelievably good. Joel Damon in one uh tony finau in another you know we all think we know tony finau uh, i'm talking about golf fans not not those of you that cover him those episodes are phenomenal and real it's you know uh, people the one with rory and the ones with jordan and justin thomas i love because i love this stuff but the ones that are really great are about the golfers and their stories that we don't really know. I thought I know knew about Tony Fee. Now I didn't, and it yeah. was just sitting it, sitting and watching it was fantastic for me. Uh, all right, before I let you get back to bring that tournament down there, uh, is John Rom going to win the Grand Slam this year? I mean, <laughs> it's insane what he's doing right now, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it was good to see him come back to earth a little bit on on the Friday round. Um, you know, he shot 76. Yeah. Uh, that's his highest score in in about 10 months. Must yeah. be nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um but to your point, he's just been terrific. Uh to have won 3 times already this year, to have won 5 of his last 9. I mean, that's that's an incredible run. What you'd like to see is for him to carry it through the Masters. I mean, right. You know, right. he's got the game. He's got the game for Augusta National. Uh, he did not have a good year in the majors last year. He didn't contend in any of them. You yeah. know, that's eating at him. Um, so, you know, we've only got a month or so to go, and hopefully he maintains this form because obviously we want the top guys in form there and let right. them shoot it out and go against each other. Right. That's uh, one of the great things among the many for, of the PGA Tour that we love. Bob, you're the greatest. I, every time I talk to you, I just say, and I mean it 100% how, how grateful I am for you taking some time. And uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again soon and have a great rest of uh, your time down there at the Arnold Palmer. Hey, reach out anytime, Matthew. You know it. I'm, I'm happy to go on. Love, tra- love chatting with you. Okay. Thanks, pal. Talk to you Thank soon. Thank you. Okay. Well. Bye-bye. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Gearheads of Nicholasville. Welcome back. Backspin Golf. Boy, it feels good to be back. Hiatuses are okay, especially when you're getting new hips. Uh, and, you know, but it's time. It's time to talk golf. And uh, around here, uh, Play Golf Lex, Lexington Parks and Rec are five great public golf courses. This is what I'm talking about here. And so where do I go when I want all the information? Because there's a ton of stuff going on. I go to Justin Mullenix. That's where I go. Because he runs the whole thing, no matter what anybody else says. Hi, Justin. Hey, Matthew. How are you? I'm good. All right. Now, so you are the, I've already forgotten it, golf services manager. That is correct. Wow. That's cool. Especially since you just told it to me about 15 seconds ago. I'm impressed that I <laughs> remembered it. Uh, but I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about? I uh, <laughs> uh, There is a, a ton of stuff where, of course, we're still not fully into spring but we're almost there i think the masters is something like masters week is something like i don't know 27 days away or something whatever it is but and that's the official start of spring to most of us but in terms of things that are coming up here at those great golf courses that uh i was talking about Picadome, kearney hill tates creek lakeside meadowbrook uh, why don't you fill in, fill us in on some of the things we have going on around here? Yeah, well, um, so we've already for the season, we've launched our junior golf camps. You can get on our uh, website, playgolflex.com to find all the information about those. And I will tell you those, we launched that on, I believe, February 15th, and they are almost full. Um, the rest <laughs> that's, of our program, that's so we, we great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, going to be a busy summer. I mean, really, we've had a busy winter with this beautiful weather. It has not slowed down much. We've had a very busy winter, and I, that is a great thing. But um, back to the programming, like on uh, March 1st, we 
opened up all of our registration for all of our Lexington City championships that we do. So the men's city, women's city, um, senior city, our mid-am championship. We've opened up signups for all of our scrambles that we do, the pumpkin patch in the fall, the extreme scramble coming up here in the spring, our cabin fever scramble. Um, and then we also have our always successful play golf like am tour that is uh, pre presented by Michelob Ultra. They are back on board for a sponsorship this year, not only for our men's am tour, but now for our women's am tour as well. Oh, awesome. And, uh, we have, yeah, we have all those dates on our website right now um, and, and taking signups for every bit of it. And in the first few days, we've already had a ton of people sign up for all of our events. So, we're ready to get rocking and rolling for this season. We're looking forward to it. And uh, we have tons and tons of events, adult clinics that we are also, I didn't even mention those. We've got all of our adult clinics and camps, uh, junior camps. We've, we've got it all going on. If you are interested in playing golf and you want to learn how to play golf, or you already know how to play golf and you want to be competitive, you can find anything that you want to on our website at playgolflex.com. And there's going to be something there for you. Now, I have lived in places with a lot of golf courses and public courses. I have never heard of this many programs and events and clinics and everything going on in one place. It's really pretty astounding. Uh, I'm not only talking about in the state of Kentucky. I'm talking about anywhere. And you, so give me an insight into your this is why I say you run everything. How many people do you have doing this with you? Um, well, I, all of our golf professionals will assist in, with all of this. Um, mm -hmm. So when we're doing our camps through the summer, there's usually three to four instructors at each camp, depending on how many people we have. But uh, all of the events, all of the clinics, it's divided up between about six or seven of us. And, uh, we work some long, hard days, but we have a blast doing it, and uh, there's a lot of fun that comes out of it and a lot of yeah. enjoyment for us and for our customers and, and um, wouldn't have it any other way. We really love it. We love providing all these programs for our customers, and hey, as long as they're enjoying it and they're supporting it, we're going to keep doing it. And, and to be honest with you, we got a few other things in the works this year that are brand new. I just can't really talk about them yet. What? So, but <laughs> yeah, we got a few other things we're working on throwing out there. Why not? So, uh, like, like you don't have enough going on. Did you, you and Curtis and Chris sit around and go, you know what? We're not busy enough. I think we need to. We have four days all summer. We're not doing anything. Let's do something else. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, those are the four days I go on vacation. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. That's a smart move. That's the good move. Uh, now, no, all right. we do have some things in the works, and, and I'll let you know at a later date when those get released. And no, no that's baloney. Hold on. You and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, tell me about them now. I won't tell Curtis or Chris or anybody. Come on. Just share. My, I yeah, won't tell uh, anybody. Come on. I got to I gotta keep those in the back pocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Darn it. Um now, what about you're so busy with all of this stuff and uh, you and I have never taken like a full lesson from you. When I've been at Picadome, you've wandered over to the first tee and watched me hit a drive or something and suggested a couple of things or 10 that I might change to hit my driver better. 
uh, or you see me on the on the chipping and putting green or whatever. But it's been, probably been a while for you since you've given, or do you still give individual lessons? Um, I still do occasionally. A lot of it is uh, doing our camps and our clinics. Um, yeah. You know, the other thing, I have a family. I need to be with them some too. Oh, you, so, that, oh yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I still do occasionally do some lessons, um, but not as frequent as I used to before I started having a family. So. Yeah, I know. Believe me, I know that that it kind of butts into golf stuff, having a family. Um, all right. Before I let you go, let's talk a little about the actual uh, golf that we're watching now. Uh, and just get your thoughts on a couple of things. You're you like like me love live golf, right? Love it. Sure. Yeah. A little sarcasm there, right? I, I don't sarcasm. hate it. I just uh, <laughs> I don't hate it. it it's just, there's it hasn't really appealed to me yet. I've tried to tune in and watch it, and uh, yeah, yeah, no. I don't know. There's no. a there's a body language that those guys are putting off that just tells me that. They don't look like they're having fun, but maybe they are. Yeah. Well, they're having fun because they, you know, some of them are getting 10, 20, 30, 100 million dollars. But in terms of the golf, that was a very sarcastic question. And uh, and apparently, uh, since only four people watched the first event on the CW network, apparently they got that going on. And I love talking about how it's not working as much as I can. This is one of the good things about having your own golf show is you get to like spread your opinion about stuff like that. But on the other hand, now we have these non-designated events on the PGA tour, like last week, the Honda. And it turned out that Sunday turned out to be fantastic with two guys that most people, uh, casual golf watchers, didn't even really know. And it was a great Sunday on that event. It was. Yeah, it was a lot of, uh, those were two really good stories there. Yeah. Kirk, uh, through everything he's been through, that was really neat to, to watch him. And then I, I think I told you this uh, the other day, you know, the uh, young man, Eric Cole, Eric Cole. Um, right. Yeah. Tell our, local, tell local our list. connection. Yeah. Tell our listeners yeah, about that connection. Yeah, there's a little local connection there uh, for play golf Lex too. His caddy is Russ Cochran's son, who's young. The young man's name is Reed, and uh, when he's in town, he loves to play out at Pickett Home and Kearney all the time. So uh, it was cool to watch watch those guys work on television, and I was really rooting for them because you know that's that's the guy that plays our courses there. So um, that was pretty cool to watch them, and. Uh, and it was a heck of a finish, and I was glad to see Chris Kirk won because that was a great story too. I mean, yeah, couldn't have gone wrong, and that wasn't something that you were getting on the live tour. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, R- Russ Cochran, as we all know, a Kentucky native, lefty uh, who played for a long time on the PGA Tour, right? Yeah, I think he's still out on the Champions Tour a little bit. Isn't uh, he? he might be. I don't, you know, because I'm so old, like uh, even the champions tour to me now is young guys. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So uh, they used to have a thing called the super seniors when it was called the senior tour. And I think that was like guys that were 60 and older. They're Mm -hmm. even youngsters to me now. So 
you know, I, I don't really watch too much. I like to associate with the younger folk, as they say. Um, as far as far as you hit it, you should associate with them. Yeah, right. And but here's the thing: I have a new hip, so my my rotation with my core through the ball now is I'm going to probably when I come out to pick a dome, I'm probably going to have to hit three wood off all the tees because I, you know, I'm so long now. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I guys the limit for you now with that new hip. I can't wait to see that golf swing. Yeah. I can't wait to see it either. And, uh, did you do like you promised in September and built a tee, a forward tee box that's halfway up the fairway for me? Did you, have you done that yet? Uh, we will get right on that. <laughs> we'll try. Okay. Is that one of the things that you can't tell me about? I love that. Okay. That's very no, cool. I, I, I can honestly tell you we haven't built any new team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you're a great one, man. I'll see you real soon, and we'll be talking throughout, uh, obviously, this golf season. We're real glad that we're starting up again, and uh, we couldn't do it without you and all the guys, everybody associated with our five great golf courses. So thanks a million, ma'am. We'll talk to you soon. I Sounds good. I appreciate it. we got a great team out here, and we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you out here this summer. Okay. See you soon. Well, that'll do it for the first episode back from hiatus <laughs> for Backspin Golf. I'm so happy to be back and talking to our friends in the world of golf. So thanks to our buddy Rob Miller, the great Bob Harrig, and, of course, uh, Justin Molnix, who I, I couldn't do what I do without him, seriously. Uh, and all the great people with our five public golf courses here uh, with Lexington Parks and Rec. Uh, again, hopefully those um, courses, everything will be okay. They'll get cleared and uh, we'll be able to be playing golf again soon. Uh, and thanks to all the incredible people working hard to do that, removing trees and limbs and everything that happened with this uh, horrible wind event that we had. And, of course, right back with us, uh, our amazing partners, Commonwealth Credit Union, Critic Control, Truly Nolan, Edwin Watts, French Lick Resort, Gearheads of Nicholasville, Georgetown Advantage Air, uh, uh, Maple Leaf Roofing Systems, covering Lexington, Kentucky, one roof at a time. And, of course, Lexington Parks and Rec. We'll be back next week at 8, same time, on the first tee at the Square Country Club. Have a great Sunday, and we'll talk to you next week. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by French Lick Resort Casino. 